0: Hey friends and welcome to The Talk Podcast. We believe that all change starts with a conversation, a talk that sparks an idea, convicts or creates a movement. The talk seeks to foster real, relatable, and relevant conversations that not only challenge but engage, equip, and empower its listeners to be agents of change. As an extension of joy of it, we look to find points of intersection in a divided world. No topic is off limits and all people and opinions are welcome. We believe we represent Jesus best together, acknowledging all voices and talking through those things that disrupt our unity. When we are united, we can do great things and it all starts with a talk. Welcome to the table, friends. Hey friends, my name is Ashley Bell and welcome back to season two of the talk podcast, a joy of it podcast. And I'm here with my friend Connie, but before we kick things off, I just want to say, and I'm sure Connie wants to say too, happy new year. Come on. Woo, woo, woo. And we're back for a second season. We are excited that it's a new year. I know some of you are probably thinking it's February already. Happy New Year. But it's the first time we're getting to say Happy New Year to you. So Happy 2022. We're going to be talking a lot uh, this season about restorative rhythms uh, as we are in a world that can just suck the life out of you (laughs) whether you're in i'm laughing not because it's funny but because it's so painfully true in a world that is just quite frankly it's hard and there's a lot going on we are busy which seems kind of like an oxymoron you know as things slowed down we've kind of picked up the pace maybe to make up for lost time but we are busier than ever feeling the pressure to get things done and so i'm talking with my friend connie today about rest restorative rhythms spiritual disciplines but before we hop in there connie i didn't even tell you that i was going to do this but i wanted to play a little game before Mm. we reintroduce connie armading to our listeners and the little game doesn't have a title but what it is is, I am going to say three random words. Ooh, okay. And I want you to say the first thing that comes into your mind. I love this game. Arbana. When you hear them, and it doesn't have to be like a like a short thing. I mean, it could you could say whatever. It could be a sentence. Okay. It could be, you know, whatever. It could be it could be a short thing. But first thing that comes to your mind when I say these things.
1: Okay. Let me think. Um, fog. Lifter, the drink, Fog Lifter. Oh, yeah. There's a drink of, there's called a, a Fog Lifter? Yes. And I don't know all that's in it. It's really good. And I don't know if every place, every coffee shop makes it, but in my hometown in California, Visalia, California, there was this coffee shop called Java Jungle no longer there it's something else sad but it was great it had lots of plants as you can imagine uh. a store <laughs> jungle. well it should if yeah. it's, it's java jungle yeah but there was a drink called the fog lifter and it was a coffee drink that was cold and it came this really fancy glass kind of like a shortened martini glass not with the long stem but the little like it was in the martini mm-hmm. shape anyway that's came to mind. Ooh, fog lifter. A fog lifter. So next time you're at a coffee shop, if it's on the menu, I dare you to order it. Yeah. Oh, yep. and <laughs> challenge accepted. I okay. accept that challenge. Snap a
0: picture and tell and me. And I will. I'll ask for it even if it's not on okay. the menu. Okay. How about? I like it. That. I like it. Okay. I love this game. Yeah. This it's a good game, huh? This is the next word. Okay. Let me see. Friendship
1: curriculum because. Oh. <laughs> I mean, okay. Yeah. yeah, well, but you know, part of joy, to, yeah, joy, but yeah. in frenzies, we write yep. friendship curriculum and we've gotten to do that together. So I was thinking, I'm looking at you, I'm thinking about the conversations we've had, the friendship we've built around, yeah. well, friendship that just exists and then getting to build something that helps equip students, people really all over, yeah. um, know how to access and, and grow in those competencies because friendship is a gift and it's also really hard. Yeah. It's good, yeah. It's good. It, it is really hard. And I was not paid to say that. I just no. that's What came to mind,
0: and she definitely wasn't. <laughs> so if you're listening to that, she definitely wasn't paid to say that.
1: Yes. So the
0: the last one I think in this word just popped up in my mind as I you know I've been listening to the song by CC C. Winans. I don't know if if any of you like her. Listen to her. Besides the point, but she has this song out right now called Fire, and one mm-hmm. of the words. That she sings in the song is revival. So the word Ooh. that I'm going to give you, what comes to mind when I say the word revival?
1: Oh, okay. First thing that popped in my head. Uh, in my graduate program, I studied Revivals, mm. and so, and particularly, was really interested in revivals that were started by or sort of accentuated through women leaders. Yeah. So, um, Amy Simple McPherson, uh-huh. name that comes to mind with revival, and also Catherine Coleman, who, yeah, started. I mean, literally, and started in small groups, tents, like just mm. kind of wherever um, they felt led for that God was asking them to show up, speak the gospel, mm. speak the truth, pray. For for the spirit of God to move, and then that just continued to grow and grow and grow. So yeah, yeah. I think of those two women. I think of the history of the church in our nation um, and the impact they've had, which they don't always get credit for. Yeah, I think of that, and I think of tents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, A tent A meeting, terrifying. totally. I mean, I grew up going to yes. some some tent
0: meetings. So yeah, that's good, Connie. It was yeah. really fun. I like this Explain Playing that with you. And we got to learn a little bit about you. Um, mm-hmm. You've been on the podcast before. Yep. You told us, you shared with us where you were from in California. But I want you to, um, as a way of reintroducing yourself to our listeners, tell us about yourself. Like, what are some of the things that you're passionate about? Who is Connie Armerding. And what know. is she doing right now? Okay.
1: Well, I have been married to um, my husband, Love of My Life, for almost two decades. Getting Come old. on. I know. You're not getting old. I mean, well.
0: She's only 20.
1: <laughs> that would, well, that would be scary. And weird. <laughs> it would be weird. Yeah. Oh, and we have four children. And I, I really like all of them. They're a lot of fun. They are fun. They are fun. Yeah. I'm glad that you know them. Yeah. And that, uh, what am I, what am I doing? Hmm. I just started a new job actually, which I'm really excited about. I just joined living well hearted. It's an organizational development firm and counseling practice and joined their team as an executive coach and leadership consultant. So working with leaders all over the nation as they begin to lean in and want to do their own work and create space to, to lean into what we're talking about today. Yeah. Yeah. Rhythms of rest and wholeness. Um, and, and taking time to kind of re- reflect and realize what's really going on and, and take inventory so that we can be the best versions of ourselves um, for the people we're living alongside and, and specifically in, in leadership roles that mm-hmm. the way we lead matters and wanting to do that well. And I think after a moment in time that we have walked through and kind of are still in- yeah. Unfortunately, yes, we um, are in. Yeah. yeah, I think we just have, everything's kind of been on pause, but as you said, there's also this like angst and maybe trying to catch up for less time. So how we get back in the game matters. Mm. And I think we, we all need feedback partners. So it's a joy to be able to step into this work. And it does feel like a culmination of sort of all the things I've done up until this point and the the experiences that I've had. So
0: that's really that's good. Bit of what I'm up
1: to. What
0: are some of the things you're passionate about, Connie? Hmm. And how are you getting to to live those, those
1: things out. out right now? Yeah, it's a good question. Okay, I'm gonna try to be succinct.
0: You um, don't have to
1: be. I know, but it's like a personal challenge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Continue to challenge yourself. Okay, You're getting back in the yes, game. Yes, there yes. it is. Yeah. I'm passionate about knowing God mm. and knowing others. And I'm passionate about... Being known by God and being known by others. Good. So I think how that that flushes out is. You know, I'm 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 very relationally wired. I I'm a people person. The why and the motivation behind lots of things that I do is for the sake of relationship with God and with other people. And I'm learning like with myself and, and understanding how I'm wired and mm-hmm. paying attention to my emotions, what's happening in my body, my thought patterns yeah, so I think being known and knowing others, mm-hmm. I think I'm really passionate about that. and I think that flows out into all areas of my life and the work that I have done and the work that I am doing, and just how I show up in in relationships. you know, yeah. I, I want to be I, i'm I'm grateful for, you know, vocation and for family, and we have these sort of categories, but I see them as all connected. they're all interconnected. um so, yeah, as I've gotten older i've I've started to to realize that, oh, you know, one part is healthy and then another part's unhealthy. Mm. Mm-hmm. Eventually the unhealthy part is going to bleed into the healthy part. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And that's just kind of like, that's just what happens yeah. unless I'm proactive. So yeah. yeah, I think as I've begun to see that in my own life, uh, as I've paused and invited people into the conversation with me to feedback in my life, have mentors, have leaders, have therapists, I've just, you know, friends, yeah. pastors, just people inviting like how, I know how I, I think. I know how I'm experiencing myself, or what I, how I'm perceiving this. Am I reading the room? Yes. You know, <laughs> yes. Um, yes. But sometimes I read it wrong. So I think really just asking, yeah. learning to ask questions, um, and then that has led me to like doing this work. Like I, I think it's I love what I get to do to sit with people in confidential, safe spaces,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and to say like, okay, like let's process the 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 fears, the 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 joys the dreams like how do we if we flesh this out and moving forward in health as the guide being like knowing knowing god knowing others and then allowing ourselves to be known by god and known by others i think that's shifts and transformation happens i think when we lean into that process yeah i i agree i love I love all of what you said, but just just particularly
0: of like sometimes I think we forget that we do try to compartmentalize our right. lives mm-hmm. and and in some aspects, like that's really good. So I'm not saying to not do that, but I do think we have to realize that every part of our life affects the other right it, It's kind of like when we talk about our physical life, mm-hmm. our spiritual life and our emotional life right every part of that affects the mm-hmm. other. And so we have to get in a place where we're realizing like if something mm-hmm. is going wrong at home, right, whether I like it or not, I do carry that absolutely into my workplace. Right. And if something's going on at work, I do carry right. that into my friendships or my home life, right. even if even if I don't want to. So even making the mm-hmm. space, which we're going to get into like burnout and all mm-hmm. of that, but making the space in your life to kind of process yep. mm-hmm. those things so yep. that you don't carry things that will affect you negatively and yes. others negatively yes. into the next space that God is calling you mm-hmm. into. Not that it's fixed right off, but sometimes giving yourself the space to mm-hmm. process it helps you enter into a space a little bit differently. Uh, absolutely, Yeah, yep. so I, I do appreciate you calling that out as we lean more into mm. this conversation of yeah, spiritual rhythms. Mm-hmm. What are they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what what are they? What do we practice? We're not going to list all of them here because we can go on and on, but we are yeah. going to be talking about them throughout throughout this year. And I I guess as we've entered into a new year, we're what? Like a month yeah. month or so, mm-hmm. a little yeah. over a month or mm-hmm. so into 2022. Which, when I say that, it's wild, I, right? Yeah, it's a little bit crazy. <laughs> I know it's weird. I know. It's weird to think about. I yeah, I, I didn't even think I would make it past two thousand and one, and so to know that, like, you yeah, know, it's been a decade since then, and yeah. we all didn't think we would survive. 2020 here we are here we are (laughs) and god is good god is good even though we don't feel it sometimes he is good we're in 2022 and i know something something that i like to do is kind of look back and reflect Mm. um and i know you're you're a person of reflection as well and thinking about what you learned and what Mm. you can bring into the new year and what you need to leave behind as we talk about knowing what we're carrying in and bringing out. Yeah. What are a few things that you feel like you learned in 2021, whether it's about you personally or about your work life or the world that you want to carry in or are carrying into Mm -hmm. 2022?
1: One thing that immediately comes to my mind is the importance of boundaries, Mm -hmm. which I mean, I don't, I don't think that I, well, maybe I lacked boundaries before, but 2020 and 2021 created a new opportunity, I'll say, mm. to to really learn how to do this better because we, we all came home and the work was still there, but it was like, everyone was in the same spot. So it's like days, I don't know if anyone else like this, but like days just sort of bled into the next. It's like, yes. what day is it? Am I, yes. you know, what like, time did I change it? Am like, I wearing yeah. the same clothes? Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, I, I am. You yes. know, but then but even so, like the work list just kind of kept rolling over and, and it really, the to-do list never stops, right? That's what I'm realizing. Right. I, I can work really hard to try to get it done and then like more is always gonna be added. So realizing, okay, I have to create some boundaries and some rhythms for rest, for play, for mm. enjoyment, just to be intentional. Cause
0: mm-hmm. the,
1: yeah, the list doesn't go away. Mm-hmm. So I would like hustle and be all like angsty about getting a list done. And it was like, but the list was constantly growing. And it's like, oh, this is like a bad joke. It's always, growing. you know. So I think just realizing, okay, I'm not gonna do work past this point or really protecting the weekends. So just in practical ways, need for boundaries. And then I think even in relationships, just kind of evaluating, okay, what what's what's working, what's not working, how to how to set a boundary that's actually really loving, um, so that the relationship can thrive. Because I think especially in this moment in time relationships have extra, extra pressures. Yeah. <laughs> There's lots of lots in the conversation. And so realizing, okay, maybe I might not see the world the same way as someone else right now, but it doesn't mean I can't love them. But maybe part of me loving them well is setting a boundary that we're not going to talk about this certain conversation. Mm. And, you know, but then also like not using that as a an avoidance to, to have difficult conversations, but just kind of maybe knowing the right, places in the right relationships to exercise the muscle, uh, in in engaging in difficult conversations, but not just to have it be carte blanche. Like I'm just going to show up like this everywhere, you know, yeah, just yeah. paying attention to that more, Yeah, paying attention to how I feel after a conversation with someone and like, okay, what, what was good about that that I want to keep? And what do I want to do different next time? Mm-hmm. So boundaries is a big takeaway for yeah, sure. Yeah.
0: That's part of self-awareness and, and just yep. knowing like, when is the right time and not even self-awareness but even even knowing other people's capacity you know getting a good sense of social awareness right (laughs) social awareness that's what I was like not not just being in a place where okay you're gonna force the conversation Mm -hmm. just for conversation's Mm -hmm. sake yeah but yeah you're not you're not avoiding it but you're really reading the room yep (laughs) I feel like we've said that a lot in our conversation earlier this morning. Yes, we, Connie and I went out to coffee earlier this, this morning, just, just to catch up. And we were talking about boundaries and um, reading the room because sometimes (laughs) we're terrible at it. And so part of this is like, yeah, knowing, knowing when's a good time to bring up a hard, heavy topic. And not every time is a good time to bring that up. Even if you're feeling like, oh, I really want to talk about this thing. It's like that person's not really ready (laughs) to talk about this thing. So, how well is that conversation going to Mm -hmm. go? So, Mm -hmm. timing is everything, emotional capacity is everything. So, I'm really glad that you brought that up. Yeah. And boundaries is something that we all need to carry into. 2022, The rest of our lives, really. And beyond. And (laughs) beyond. Never gets old. (laughs) Boundaries, never get, it may feel old to some people, but it never, it never should get, get old. So thank you for challenging us to to think about that. What is something that you feel like, and you, you probably spoke about this a little bit, is what you're carrying into Mm -hmm. 2020? but what is something that you're letting go of Mm. as you enter this new year?
1: I have a relationship with a mentor in my life that I really appreciate. He's a very wise Mm. man. And in one of our last conversations, he was just providing feedback. You know, I mentioned we need feedback partners in our life. And he just said, you know, in this conversation, I feel like you've said this phrase a lot. like actually keeping track. (laughs) How many time, he said this phrase, and the phrase was, "I'm too much." Oh, and so he he asked me a question that was really disruptive, but in a good way. And he didn't give me any qualifiers for it, but he just said, "Are you a spice or are you a treasure?" And I was like, "Is this a trick question? Like what? A spice, um, or a a spice or a treasure? Spice or a treasure?" So this kind of connects to the game we were playing. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. like where does people's where are their mindsets? Like where how yeah. are they connecting these dots? So my answer sort of, I said, well, okay, a, a spice like exists to bring out flavor, to like accentuate, to help preserve, you know? And and where my mind went with treasure, I just immediately was like, a treasure is to be hidden. So, which again, I don't know why, this is just where my brain went. And I was like, so I guess a spice, you know? And he, he was like, okay, well, I like you building out where you came up, you know, what you were thinking about that. And then he challenged me and he's like, well, yes, another question. A wise man. And he said, can you have too much spice? And I was like, well, yeah. He's like, like, would you just want to take like a handful of cayenne? Like that'd be too much. Like just, you can have too much chili powder. You can have too much salt. You can, you can, have, you can have too much. He's like, can you have too much treasure? And, and he was like, not really. I mean, like you, Hmm. what you do with that, you know, there, there's that, that whole conversation about, but like you have too much, can you have too much treasure? And he's like, and and a spice exists for the sake of something else. Like it, it, it's an accessory. And he just said, I want to challenge you to like, look at your mindset and just know that you, like God sees you as a treasure and what you have, like, instead of trying to worry about that so much or edit yourself or shape yeah. shift to be, you know, and there's something, there's, else. A, there's wisdom yeah. in reading the room. Absolutely. Yeah. But, um, he just said, I just want to disrupt this mindset because yeah, like stop telling yourself you're too much. Mm-hmm. Like show up as you are. Cause you are a treasure. And it was mm-hmm. like, Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just gonna yeah. sat with that. And I was like, mic drop. I was like, all right. Yeah. And I love that he just asked the question and then I answered it and it revealed kind of where my mind was around yeah. A, my thought process with it that's like probably deep a deep groove that I've just believed for so yeah. long. So that's something I'm really trying to interrupt. Yeah. And not bring good. not bring with me. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good, Connie.
0: I, I think there's probably a lot of us who sometimes think, maybe we think this all the time, that that we're too much. And what what yeah. happens when you start thinking that particularly if you know you're a woman or Mm -hmm. you're a person of color Mm -hmm. if you're too much then you stop Mm -hmm. talking yep you stop sharing Mm -hmm. and honestly people need Mm -hmm. that voice in the room Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. so yeah to have yeah to kind of stop that thinking like yeah, just to af- affirm what he said to you, <laughs> and mm-hmm. affirm anybody else who may be thinking that people need yeah your voice in the room. Now, how you say what you feel like you want right. to say, There's and how there. you're sharing, <laughs> so like elite. yes, but do but do not do not mm-hmm. take yourself out of the conversation right. or or out of the room mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because.
1: That's a word we right need there. Ya. Yeah, we need, sure, yeah. We need you. Yeah, anyone that's listening,
0: listening. Yep. <laughs> we yep. we need your voice. We need your gifts. We need mm-hmm. your talents. Your yeah. treasure. Yeah, you your are. Treasure. You are a treasure, yep. and there's a reason. You know, as you talk about spice, like salt is referenced. You mm-hmm. know, salt mm-hmm. yep. enhances. Yes, like you. Said, yes, you know it is like man. We need the salt that some of you are bringing up. Yep. Absolutely, into the room Mm -hmm. to enhance Mm -hmm. the flavor, Mm -hmm. to preserve. And so, yeah, thank you, Connie, for sharing that. That's a word, a reminder to me too, Mm -hmm. because I often fall in that that mindset. You're treasure,
1: Ashley Bell. Oh, thank you.
0: And I also (laughs) love treasure. And can you have too much of it? I mean, no. Let's just say no. (laughs) Let's say no. Let's just say no. It may not be true. I don't want you listeners I mean, share out it. If there. If you have to a think, lot, share your treasure, that's, right? And that's what we have need to do. If you have a lot, share it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's so <laughs> good. That's so good.
1: Sometimes when we can get in the
0: room and we can maybe we feel carry this pressure. Um, mm-hmm. And we're always sharing, we're always doing, we're working extra yes. hard yeah. to pick up, to clean up messes yeah. that are made in our organizations or in our homes right. or whatever. We're going 24-7 and we wake up one morning and we find ourselves with this feeling of deep fatigue, mm-hmm. depression, all the things, mm-hmm. and really we're, we're burned out. And I know you and I've talked about burnout before. I know you've you've done some study and research on burnout, mm-hmm. but you know, in in your words, like, what is burnout? Mm. And how do you know if you are burned out?
1: I mean, you know this about me. I'm such a visual person, yeah. you know. I, and so when I think like something that's meant to burn to bring light mm. to mm. to illuminate, to expose like in a good way, you know, to, mm-hmm. to fill a space, to, to break through darkness. Right. Mm-hmm. So when something's burning, there's like, you know, I associate that with the word passion. Like what are the things we're made for? What are we wired to do? Like what are, what are the things that our heart burns for? So when we burn out, yeah, it means that what, what maybe I would say, like what we carry, what we're meant to bring into the world, like the gift that we are, something's threatening to extinguish that. Mm. And so, yeah. I, I So when I think of burnout, you know, I think of, I just think of two opposing things. Like I think about waking up in the morning, having vision, having excitement, being like, okay, yeah. I know what I'm gonna do. I know what, yeah, yeah. I'm just anticipating something. And and then with burnout, I think like you're, you're actually doing that same, the same thing. Like you're moving in the same direction, but for some reason the motivation has shifted. That mm-hmm. you're not motivated by purpose, passion calling love hope joy you're 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 motivated by obligation mm-hmm. by guilt mm-hmm. by shame like self-preservation so it's interesting that it can be around the mm. same thing but you have like such a different approach. And I think it's connected to our motivation. It's connected to what's happening inside of us. Because I think that's what can be confusing about someone who's like burning out. It's like, wait, no, you have all the things and you're you're in your lane and you're you're killing this game and your mm-hmm. ministry's growing or you're like you're, you know, you're climbing up the corporate ladder. You're doing all these things. But it's like it's at a cost, so I think it's this balance of knowing i'm I'm connected to why I'm doing something, and I'm aware of the motivation within me as to why I'm doing that. and when that gets mm-hmm. out of alignment, I mean it's a whole piece of like if part of us is unhealthy, even though the other, you know we have healthy things happening, like the unhealth starts to take over
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, so uh, it's interesting because I think people can tend to burn out in the things that they're very the very things they're called to, yeah, so it's a, it's a paradox, it's interesting yeah, it um, is, yeah. Yeah. And it's worth paying attention to.
0: Yeah. How do you feel? Because I, I, yes, um, and and I think that you know I'm I'm someone who has experienced burnout. Mm-hmm. Me too. And what you're saying is absolutely true. I I have not experienced burnout because I've been doing something that I didn't that I didn't like do doing right or right. like that I didn't highly value. Mm-hmm. I've never mm-hmm. had a job outside of that one time that I worked at Walmart for a week. We don't need to get into that. <laughs> okay, I want to
1: hear the story. That did sometimes. not
0: <laughs> cause me burnout. It's really not a story. I worked at Walmart for a week. But I mean I'm that never, that sentence
1: is a story. Yeah. I just
0: say I mean <laughs> that sentence is a story. Yep. I wasn't even there long enough to get burnout. Uh so, yeah, every job I've ever had has been something that I that I love.
1: Yeah.
0: That right. I love. But I have experienced burnout and -hmm. so as I listen Mm -hmm. to you talk like there is this thing and and part of uh the talk for you listeners is like we don't have all the answers here I don't want you to ever get that vibe Mm -hmm. part of what we like to do is just process things together and have a conversation so something that came to mind when you were talking for me Connie was that yeah how does how does our, we had a conversation about boundaries, but mm-hmm. I can't help but think that like boundaries play a significant role absolutely, into us right. not mm-hmm. getting to the point mm-hmm. of burnout. Mm-hmm. Like how, how do you see boundaries playing mm-hmm. into that? Even with something right. that, that we love because oftentimes we, think of putting up boundaries to guard against something that we don't like right. coming in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah. How do you mm-hmm. apply boundaries mm-hmm. to something that when it, when it applies to something, Oh, I yep. like this. I can do this all day, mm-hmm. but should mm-hmm. you? Right. But should yeah. you? Yeah.
1: Right. So, so where, where do you see that, that well, coming I think, into play? Yeah. I mean, I think for me, it all comes back to, it all comes back, but it starts with self-awareness. Yeah. You know, when we're invited into something, and I mean, this is, I'm gonna connect this to the treasure and spice piece too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When we're connected, when we're invited into something by God, you know, and this as followers of Jesus, believing that we are to fulfill the greatest commandments, to yeah. love God and to love others. And then we uniquely do that in a way that he's gifted us and called us to do that. So there's an invitation to be fully alive, to experience the abundant life that we find in Jesus and to, to do that with those around us. And in that unique invitation, I think we have to remember that we're not a means to an end. And so mm. I'm not, a—I mean, so I'm gonna use a spice analogy in that oh, like, yeah. I'm not a spice. I'm, I don't just exist for the, to accentuate something else. Like that God is saying, I see you as a treasure and I want to partner with you. And I want this treasure to be, to be experienced and shared with those around you. But, yeah. but it's not so that you are like used up. So that, you're, yes. you're, so that you don't exist anymore, you're gone. Yes. So I think it's this tension. And I think there's this martyr mentality because like we we want to lead and love like Jesus, but I think, are we really looking at how he lived his life? Cause he had rhythms, right? Yeah. So he would go, I mean, we just watched, we're watching the the series The Chosen with our kids and it, yeah. it's one of my favorite things. It's so good. I feel like it just, the story is coming alive in new mm. ways. And we just, this last Thursday finished the episode where Jesus is healing all these people. Like he's yeah. literally, like all the disciples are sitting around the fire and they're like, he's still healing people? Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, and they're like, when's he going to come back? And so he like, well, I love this scene because he walks in and he's like, he has blood on his his forehead and he's like sweating and he's like stumbling and he's like walking. I'm sure all of them are like, Jesus, come sit with us, come teach us. And he's like, he was like good uh-uh. night. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm so tired. and <laughs> just goes to sleep, you know? But it yeah. was just like, I mean, it was like, he didn't have any more to, he had a limitation. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's God. So we, I mean, fully God, fully man, you know, that's the tension here. The humanity of like, okay, mm-hmm. I, I've reached my limit of like knowing what can happen within this human body right now. We're just choosing like, this is what I need. Yeah. I need rest. I'm making this choice. Like making this choice, I I need rest. And so I think when we look at the rhythms of Jesus that he poured yeah. out, but then he he went away and he had stillness and solitude. Yeah. And I think there's there's four things that I think are really important related to this that we need to ask ourselves is we need to notice our own basic needs, mm-hmm. which sometimes is hard. Yeah, um, especially if you're not making space to notice not, them. Right, yeah. I mean, like they don't <laughs> yeah. happen. Right, yeah. right. Are we, are we paying attention? Yeah. And then to notice how you're feeling, like what's yeah, my basic need? And then good. like, how is my body responding? How, like what's coming out of me, you know? And then to notice our limitations, like mm-hmm. maybe I don't have the... <laughs> The capacity for that, and, and then eliminate. It's, little, okay, if it's you don't. okay, yeah, and limit. Yeah. Like, is if you can't do it, someone else can, because yeah. you're not the savior of the world, wow. right?
0: Ding 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 ding. ding, ding. ding. Yep. <laughs> we think we're so important, <laughs> yes. you know. Well, yeah. all of us tend to struggle, whether we are willing to admit this or not. Is like, well, I'll talk about myself. You know, sometimes I, I work full time for mm-hmm. a church. I'm, a, I'm an outreach pastor. You know, there's there's always needs, and yeah. and sometimes we tend to function as if we are God and it is our our right. responsibility right. to fix everyone mm-hmm. who is hurting mm-hmm. as well as the world that right. is hurting. Right. And being someone who has taken on some of that, it, it's like, oh, no wonder I'm feeling defeated mm-hmm. because there's no mm-hmm. way. Mm -hmm. that I Mm -hmm. can do all of that right you know lots of the the change of hearts is Mm -hmm. the responsibility of God yes always I Mm -hmm. get to partner with him as you as you were saying I get to partner with him in in the act of loving people serving loving community Mm -hmm. but I am not responsible right for changing everything myself because I cannot do it Right, so that's and that's actually like a is relief, right? Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. actually be good news. Oh, yeah, it is good news. Thank you. Right, and God is not looking at me mm-hmm. saying, "Like, well, that is too bad because I expected you." Right, it's all to fix apart. All now. the, pro- yep. <laughs> all the problems. Right, that's why he is God, and mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. am not, mm-hmm. and I am reliant upon yep. him. His empowerment, yep. his wisdom, mm-hmm. to do the things and to know the mm-hmm. things that he's called mm-hmm. me to do. Mm-hmm. And other people have to know the things that they are Absolutely. called to do. Right. That's right. the importance of right. the body or a team in mm-hmm. an organization. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think after we do those things, we, we, we notice our basic needs, we pay yeah. attention to how we feel and we like embrace our limitations. Then the final thing and the most important is that like rest is found in Jesus. Amen. So yeah. it's like, seeing yeah. those things, paying attention, and that should lead us somewhere. That somewhere is to to rest and be refueled. Be reminded that that we are a treasure, to be reminded that, that God is in control. We are invited to partner, but it's not up to us. And when we don't make that rhythm of encountering that truth again and again and again, because we forget, right? We mm-hmm. forget. Then we get out of balance and we hurt ourselves and we hurt other people. And yeah. so, and ultimately, I mean, I think when people are burnt out, I think we need everybody in their lane, like fulfilling what God has invited them into and why they're here. And I want them to thrive. And And when they when it gets out of alignment because they're not taking time to notice those things, yeah. we all suffer, right? Because yeah. we, we need each other. We're, we don't hold all the pieces. Yeah. yeah, so I think rest and rhythms and self-awareness and just time with Jesus is so crucial, yeah. so crucial. I, yeah. I love, yeah, just there's there's
0: this great analogy that goes along with what you're saying. Um, and I'm sure other people have used it. I don't, I don't know that. It's definitely not my own. I, I heard it from a local pastor, George Merriweather, mm-hmm. who is a part of Joy of It. His wife is a part, Mary Merriweather is a Brilliant, part- Really wonderful of, people. Yes, yes, a part of Joy of It. And we love them. They pastor uh, Northeast Community Fellowship in Northeast Portland. But I listened to a sermon that he gave, you know, in, in regard to busyness. And this mm-hmm. was maybe- a year or so into the pandemic. So it was fairly earlier on, but he was talking about, you know, just our check engine light, you know, oh, no one, that's good. well, maybe some people do. I know I have, so I won't say no one, but he was saying, you can't drive around with your, <laughs> with I, your I'm with guilty. Your, I have to. Me too. I know. The tire light, the check right. engine light, I'll you get know, to you're, it later. you're driving yeah. around with all these lights on Probably. and you're still trying to, function at the same capacity when you actually do need to take time to stop and get the things figure out what's wrong yeah figure out what's wrong get the light fixed you know you're you're burning out Mm -hmm. which which kind of you know takes us to that that point of just what you were saying of like resting like how do you how do you implement rest i think we Mm. talk about rest you know people talk about rest all the time people Mm -hmm. talk about sabbath right all the time it goes along do they do with it? this conversation but do they do it and once they start doing it do they stick with mm-hmm. do, do they mm-hmm. stick with doing it or do you eventually kind of the pressures the demands of the world our, our right. culture is not a culture that right. that operates in that mm-hmm. paradigm mm-hmm. the church doesn't even operate right. in in that so how do we implement a routine of Mm -hmm. rest Mm -hmm. like what is what does that look like and i I guess it comes back i mean there's not like a one size fits all you know some some things that might be restful to you connie aren't restful to me um so we're not even we're not even talking about sabbath at this point but what does it look like to implement right implement Mm -hmm. a routine of -hmm. of rest Mm -hmm. or even getting to the point where you can figure out a routine of of rest
1: Well, I'm going to bring this back to me. You mentioned one of the, yeah. um, I did a qualitative research project on ministry burnout for my graduate program. And one of, one of my research questions was what behaviors or mindsets impact a person's longevity in ministry? Mm-hmm. What was in it really, really interesting here is this was all about connected to spiritual practice. Mm-hmm. So of the, you know, the the surveys I did and the people I interviewed most people in ministry at some point, I mean, over 80% has experienced feelings of burnout at some point. Yeah. But, for those that didn't actually burn out, that didn't, you know, that sort of paid attention to the to the warning light and and started to to behave differently, the thing that helped them in longevity and ministry was connected to spiritual practices.
0: Mm.
1: And, like you said, depending on personality, that's not all going to look the same. yeah, but but it's I would say it could all be summarized in rest, yes, <laughs> in slowing down, in taking the weight off your own shoulders to think that you have to keep going. To pay attention to the motivation, if my motivation to do the thing that I feel called to do is now shifting and it's negative. Yeah. So where yeah, it was like, what what's the negative behavior that I'm experiencing related to this and moving towards burnout? And then what is a positive mindset that can can help correct this? Yeah. And so spiritual practices of Sabbath, silence, solitude, stillness, being in nature connecting and refueling with friends sharing a meal just what are the things that really give life yeah you know and I would say you know categorically when I look at that list it's like you're not performing you're not you're you're being you're not doing yeah so yes. I think that distinction of okay I am loved and I am a treasure even when I'm yeah. not executing or leading or writing or speaking or I don't know like breaking ground on a new project. Like I still have value just yeah. in being and, yeah, right. and being present, you know, cause I think in leadership, but you know, you're forward thinking, you're thinking in the future, which is exciting. But mm. I think it, when we do that at the expense of living presently, I think we've missed it. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think the being, being versus doing piece, yeah. connecting the rest, like all those things that sort of encompass that, which yeah, it might look different to based based on your personal preference. Or, yeah. But really taking and, and, and I think boundaries are connected there for yeah, sure. Absolutely. You know, it's like saying, like, this is something, this is a non-negotiable. I need this in order to thrive. I need this in order to be healthy. Mm-hmm. So how am I gonna do that? So maybe, yeah, maybe it's it's setting aside time with a coach or a mentor or a counselor mm-hmm. or a friend. I mean, just having it doesn't mean you're just alone necessarily, right? You know, but inviting people into the space of like Help me check my engine lights like maybe mm-hmm. I, I think this means this, but I don't know like mm-hmm. I want to invite you into this process because I want to I want to be able to function well and do um, what I've been invited into with the Lord I want to do that well and I want to be faithful in that process so yeah, it was just interesting to see that those two those two things were connected you know mm-hmm. longevity and ministry was directly connected to practicing rest mm-hmm. yeah, I mean yeah.
0: because yeah people don't you, you go right. you go all the time uh, and you feel mm-hmm. like you have to go all the time and right. I, I think that's so good you know i've over the last within last year great book called emotionally healthy discipleship mm, came yes out. Such and, a good one. and it talked by peter scissaro if any of you mm. want to read it i highly recommend it he talks a lot about being versus doing which mm. um you know our western american church predominantly the 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 white American mm-hmm, church, mm-hmm. Um, but this definitely filters out in, into other cultures as well. Uh, has been formatted on on the model of doing first and being yep. second, yep. and and that's driven by lots of, of mm-hmm. things. But one of the reasons definitely drives that is probably our guilt. You know, our our progress mindset. Progress looks like this mm-hmm. X Y Z. You want a Defi- measurable, right? Yeah, defined not by Jesus, right. but by American culture Mm -hmm. and so we do we do we do we do and we don't necessarily nurture the habit of of being being first with with jesus Mm -hmm. you know it's like you know to to be with him to know what he's actually calling us into or calling us out of or Mm -hmm. being refueled By him to be able to love and serve and so all that to say like yeah in in full agreement with you but but also making the space to for all of us who are jesus followers to be with him yes to be with him Mm -hmm. whether that also looks like okay you're making space to take a walk right to hear to listen Mm -hmm. uh, which is a form of of prayer. It's a part of Absolutely. prayer, hearing and listening, not just talking to him, mm-hmm. making note of, of nature mm-hmm. and creation, mm-hmm. whether that's taking time to, you know, be with your pet, taking time to mm-hmm. be with your kids. God yes. is also present in in that yes. moment. And so, yeah, to, to make space to just be and not always feel like you have to be, quote unquote, producing mm-hmm. something, producing a measurable, mm-hmm. Um, because God is not necessarily looking at how much mm-hmm. you produce, but He wants a relationship right. Right. with us. and right. He wants us to have relationships with other people. Right. And oftentimes our doing negates our relational right. <laughs> our right. relational component with anybody, right. our families, our right. friends, but yeah, all, well, it all makes the me things. think of like
1: giving and taking, you know, or yeah. giving and receiving. And I just think any relationship where someone is just giving, 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 it's imbalanced. Yeah, you know. But like when I think when we're doing, I would equate that to giving, you know. Yeah. but if we're never being, we're not receiving. And so yeah. I mean, just even thinking about the the imagery of being fueled back up. Like if I if I'm if I'm trying to give out of an empty cup, like yeah. I'm. I mean, I'm I'm doing something. For no good reason yeah so there's nothing totally. there yeah so i mean it has to be this ebb and flow process and yeah. again I and mean, we look at the life of totally. jesus he models that yeah. for us and so it's not rocket science i mean i'm not saying anything that hasn't it's been not, said over and no, over before. No. people know yeah. this but it's like yeah. we i doing think doing it, it is doing has been it been and then having yeah. and i think that's where we do need people around us to help remind us
0: that's right And give us yeah. feedback
1: and we yeah. have to be willing to ask for that which can be hard yeah because sometimes we're going to get it really wrong yeah. and that feedback might be hard but yeah. we need people in our life that will speak truth to us and or even ask really good questions. Like yeah. I love my mentor. It's like I sort of saw like, oh, I think that. Okay, yeah. I said that. You didn't tell me that. I I was feeding back to you yeah. like, my thought process. And so seeing that, it's like, oh, I don't want to do that anymore because I don't that's a lie. like I want to believe what is yeah. true. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's that's so good. Connie, I love chatting with you. Same. I could continue chatting with you all day long, but you have you have things to do. As do you, my friend. I don't have anything <laughs> to do. Uh yeah. Now after having this conversation, I'm probably not gonna do anything. So there we go. I'm gonna watch Netflix. Um yeah. So yeah, I've I've loved having this conversation with you. It's so important mm-hmm. that I think for me as someone who wants to implement this kind of life, that I that I have friends. That know mm-hmm. and yeah. I'm and I'm yeah. saying this because another part another part of this is just accountability.
1: Yes, like, absolutely. If you know, this is
0: something you want to implement in mm-hmm. into your life, like, you know, just tell your friends about it. Yeah. Not just not everybody, but tell people who can like mm-hmm. maybe kind of ask you questions Absolutely. like, hey, remember that time you said you wanted to do more of this? You want to take more walks? or You want to do how's this? Like, going? how's that going? It's really <laughs> simple. Yeah. yeah. Like, and they're yeah. not going to beat you up if you're right. if you're not doing it. But often, as you were saying, if kind of you can have somebody who is is asking. It is a reminder of like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not doing that. And right. a time for us to figure out why. What's yeah, kind why of gotten not? in the way. Mm-hmm of of that but it's been a pleasure chatting yeah, with you and thank you i, I want to ask you one last thing okay. just just for our people listening what is something like what what's a what's a final thought you have for them or a final challenge that that they could carry into into the week yeah
1: it's good well i'm going to tee you off i mean you teed me up pretty well with this last thing you said go find someone in your mm-hmm. life and ask them to help you in this process. Yeah. Find that person that you trust that can um help interrupt maybe some some thought patterns that aren't healthy. Um, or just hold you accountable, like and ask how's that going? Ask someone what they want. What what are your goals? What are you looking forward to? Um, yeah. And then and then be a good friend and follow up on it and, and then let someone do that for you. That's so good. Yeah. Connie, thank you so much
0: for being here. For uh, thank me. you guys for listening. Hey, remember Connie said this earlier, how we get back in the game matters. So mm-hmm. as you get back in the yep. game in 2022, do do a self-check and yeah, be mindful, pay attention to what God is calling you to and pay attention to what God is calling you out of we love you we thank you for listening remember you can find out more info about joy of it at our website and more info about frenzy at frenzy.co and you can listen to our podcast anywhere you listen to your podcast and call including apple amazon spotify and we look forward to chatting with you again soon thanks friends have a great day Thank you so much, Connie, for joining us for our podcast. Thank you all for listening. Remember, you can find The Talk Podcast wherever you listen to your podcast, whether it be on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, we'll be there. And check out our websites, www.joyvit.org and www.frenzy.co if you want more information on what we are doing. Thanks again, and we hope you'll join us for another episode of The Talk.